0: We're flawed, aren't we? Aren't we flawed individuals? We're flawed. Born with a sinful nature. And sometimes we mess up things, don't we? But praise the Lord. He's a God of grace. He's a God of mercy. And even when we stub our foot and our toe, He still gets the glory for us. So we thank God. Thank you for going ahead and finishing. Hey, you know, for the Lord, that's all. It's, it's all about him and it's for him. So I enjoyed the specials. Uh, y'all are in for a treat today. One, I'm not going to stand before you, but my uncle has come. He's one of our preachers from Texas. You're going to hear the word of God this morning. I. I was sitting there thinking, good night, Uncle Sid's been out here several times over the years. And I never once asked him to preach. I don't know, call it ignorant or just can't remember anything. But uh, Uncle Sid, I'm glad you're here. I do wish it was under better circumstances. Uh, We need to truly pray for Pop. Uh, He needs our prayers. And so does Mom. But uh, anyways... I've asked him to speak today. How long have you been in the ministry, Uncle Sid? 58 years, amen. So, uh, God's used him. 58 years. And one little FYI, believe it or not, I had the privilege of pastoring one of the churches he pastored in Arkansas. Isn't that something? Dear Lord, no wonder they threw rocks at me. (laughs) But anyways, it's my pleasure to introduce my Uncle Sid Hunter. And Uncle Sid, you come and you share God's Word, what He's laid on your heart with us. And everybody, especially you kids up front, no drawing. Pay attention, right? All right, because pastor's going to sit right next to you. So I got this cane. I'll, I'll cane you, all right? All right, Uncle Sid, come ahead.
1: And uh, I pastored in Whitesboro, Mark Missionary Baptist Church for 27 years, and uh, left there. And interim pastor for a year, and then went back to our our home church there, uh, Unity. Uh, not Unity, Victory. I'm saying it a while ago, Unity is where I was interim, and uh, but Victory Missionary Baptist Church. Dr. Kenneth Dacus is our pastor, and I'm co pastor with him. But it's good to be with you this morning. I have bad news for you. I lost my watch. And I looked around, and I didn't see one. So my brother said, Don't worry. That means cut it off. So uh, I do have one of these. So. But if you have your Bibles at where you turn to the Book of John, chapter fourteen. We're living in a in troubled times. If you want to stand with everyone, and uh, we'll read the Word of God, chapter fourteen, verse number one. Listen to the, what the Lord has to say. Let, I didn't turn on my mic. Forgot about that. So y'all probably can hear me without it. And whether I go, you know, and the way, you know. I'm going to stop with that. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, thank you for today. We ask that you guide this morning and may the Holy Spirit work through us. And if there's one here this morning that needs you as a personal Savior, we pray that this will be the hour. Others who need to rededicate their life, that this might be the hour as well. Thank you for loving us in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Jesus is comforting His disciples here in John chapter 14. This is before His betrayal. It's before His arrest and His trial. The Lord is preparing His disciples for what is coming. Did Jesus really mean for us to trust Him? Listen to verse number one. Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. Did He mean for us to really trust Him? Yes, He did. He means for us to trust Him every day of our lives. Don't go around doubting, disbelieving. Believe what He has to say. Uh, Trust Him. Have confidence in Him. It's hard to put confidence in man today, but we can truly put our confidence in the Lord Jesus Christ. He'll never let you down. He'll never fail you. He will always be with you. He said that he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He never changes. He's always the same. He's always has his arms outstretched for you to come to him for comfort, for guidance, for direction, whatever you need in life. Jesus really didn't mean for us to trust him. The psalmist said in Psalms number 37 that uh, he trusted and we should trust as well. In, verse, in chapter 56, in verse number 3, What time? I am afraid I will trust in thee. In God I will praise his word. In God I have put my trust. I will not fear what flesh can do unto me. I'm going to trust the Lord, the psalmist said. How about you? Do you really trust the Lord? Do you uh, get up every day and say, I'm going to trust the Lord today. There's nothing that's going to come into my life that's going to hinder me or stop me from trusting the Lord. I hope that's your case. I hope you really do. Uh, and, and the psalmist continues throughout the Psalms. I will trust the Lord. Uh, I love to do that. And then also in the book of Proverbs chapter 3, uh, verse 5 through Seven, he talks about the trust in the Lord. I'm going to trust Him. I want to put my trust in the Lord. I know that I can have confidence in Him. I know that I can believe in Him. Don't put your faith and trust in what the world offers, what others might offer you, but put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. He'll not let you down. He will not let you down. Uh, We must trust His Word. Trust His Word. This is is the Word of God. It doesn't contain, it is the Word of God. All Scripture is given by the inspiration of God and it is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction and and instructions in righteousness. Uh, It is all of those things. The Word of God is perfect. And it will bless you. It will help you. It will strengthen you. You need to stay in it. But we must trust His Word. Not the words of men, but the Word of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Word of God. We must trust it. We must trust in His cross. He went to the cross for you and I. He didn't go to the cross for Himself. He didn't need to do that. He was perfect in every way. But he went there because I was imperfect. You were imperfect. We needed to be born again. We needed a savior. And he went to the cross and paid my sin debt completely. Nothing that I have to do. He did it all. All I have to do is trust him. I love the cross. I love to go to the cross. And if if you've never been there, you need to go to the cross as well. Because there you'll find eternal life. Eternal life, not a temporary life, but eternal life in the Lord Jesus Christ. We must trust in the cross. Don't trust in what men may offer, what religion may offer, or what the world may offer, but trust in the cross. The cross offers everything that you need. I mean that. I believe that. Uh, Trust in His Word. Trust Him. But trust trust the cross. We must trust in His resurrection. I believe He arose. He died. We know that. They took Him down from the cross. They buried Him in a borrowed tomb. But He didn't stay there. He arose. And because He rose... You and I will as well. We will rise. I like the cross. After he was crucified that early morning, the next, they went to the cross or they went to the grave and the ladies married, they looked in, they went in, but he was not there. But not only that, you know, there was a big stone That was rolled at the entrance of that tomb. And it took quite a few. It was a huge stone. Round, no doubt. Covered the entrance. When they got there that morning. I wondered if if they thought, how are we going to move that stone? These ladies were, ladies, I know some of you can, you know, you're strong, you're stout. But that was a heavy stone. Even the men have a a hard time doing that but when they got there the stone was removed not only that there was an angel sitting on the top of that ladies what are you here for he's not here he told you he was going to rise and he did and he rose for you and I because he lives we also will live this life is temporary we're just here for a short period of time, and then, folk, we're going out. We're going out. We need to uh, trust in His resurrection. I like the word of Matthew eleven twenty. Take my yoke upon you and learn of Me, for I am meek and lonely in heart. Take my yoke. Take His yoke upon If you. If you're down this morning and you're out, you're perplexed, you, you're worrying because so much is going on in, in the world, in your community, in your family, you're worried, you're burdened down. I want you to do what the Lord said to do. Take my yoke upon you. You know what a yoke is. It's what they put oxens together with. They put that yoke over their necks and they yoked them together. And those oxen would work together. One didn't have to work by himself, but when you put them together, it's just like a team of horses on a wagon. They yoked together. Not with, with that yoke, but with a collar and uh, they were tied to the tongue and they worked together to pull that wagon. But Jesus said, take my yoke upon you. If you're worried this morning, you're you're burdened down. He says, take my yoke and you can take his yoke and and you don't have to do any work at all. All you've got to do is just be hooked up to him and he'll take care of everything else. Take that yoke and uh, he'll lift your burdens. He'll take care of all of those. Burden's heartaches, folks. We're living in troubled times, and he was telling his disciples, "Here, get ready, brethren, because things are going to start happening. I'm going to be arrested. I'm going to go through a trial. Not only that, they're going to take me to the cross and crucify me. Get ready." Lord wants to help you today. He helps folk everywhere. I remember the story of Jonah. He fled Nineveh. The Lord called him, told, called him to go to Nineveh and he, he fled. He didn't want to go there. The Lord wants to help you as well as others. And... He thought, if I can just get away from here, go somewhere else. I can get away from the Lord. That's what he thought. If I can get away from Yahweh, Lord God, I can just go on and do my own thing. Be on my merry way. Not so. The Lord is here to help us and he's every, he's not just in arkansas he's not just in texas he's in nevada he's everywhere i remember going i spent a year in montana that's a hard mission field i spent a year up there my wife and i and our children and i found that the lord was there as well he was there He's everywhere. Tennessee, New York, and if you want to go over in Russia, China, Myanmar, the Lord is everywhere. And so he's wanting to help you. Let him do that. Let him help you today. Don't, Don't be burdened down, draw strength from him. Believe in his in his in his word. Believe in him. Believe in his word. Believe in, in the cross and the resurrection and all of these things. He he mentioned some other things here in John chapter 14. Do you believe in heaven? I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I'm going to come back and get you. Uh Heaven is real. I thought about this. Someone mentioned, I think our Sunday school teacher, or prior to that, it took the Lord six days to prepare and create this universe. My six days. Folk, He's been gone for 6,000 years. Preparing a place for us. Wow. What a place it must be. If He's been preparing that for 6,000 years, my, that'll make you want to go to heaven. And when you get there, all those, those preachers couldn't, they didn't tell half of what was there, a speck of what's there. It is going to be a wonderful place that we'll spend eternity there and uh, we, we need to trust it. The Lord is preparing his disciples uh, for what's about to happen and Get ready. Get ready. And Jesus said to His disciples, Be ready. I don't know if you've been born again or not. Jesus told Nicodemus in John chapter 3, it's prior to this. Nicodemus, you must be born again. Must be. And he talked to him about it. He didn't understand it. But then Jesus reemphasized emphasized He said, Nicodemus, you must be born again if you want to go to heaven. Look, I don't know how plainer you can get it than that. If you want to go to heaven, which is a wonderful place, a place prepared for you and I, you must be born again. And he told him how to do that. Your pastor has told you how to do that, how to prepare, what the Lord has done for you. And you need to look into your heart. Have you you invited Christ in? Have you been born again? I hope you have. Uh, that's the only way you're going to go to heaven. And the woman at the well, likewise in, uh, in John chapter four, throughout this in Judea and then in Samaria, he told the woman at the well, if you drink of the water that I give, you'll never thirst again. Why? And you know what? She's give me that water. I'd like to have that. And she, she took that water. She took the Lord. She went back into the city, told her friends, those that were living with her, come and see a man that told me all that I had ever done. Come and see a man. We would love for you, if you're not saved, to accept the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Be born again. Drink of that living water that uh, you'll never thirst again we're not talking about the physical water we're talking about the spiritual water but I do know the Lord satisfies I do know that you can have complete confidence in Him (coughs) if Jesus had wanted to He could have told His disciples everything that was going to happen uh, play by play everything from the arrest to the mock trial to the cross but he didn't he didn't tell them everything every detail that was going to happen he could have laid it all out brethren this is, this is what's going to happen and they would have been prepared but we know Peter he wasn't prepared. He, uh, I don't know this man. I don't know him. Yeah, you do. You were with him. No, I wasn't with him. Yeah, you were. But then he, he said some words he should not have said. And then the cock crowed. And he remembered what the Lord said and we run we talk about peter we kind of put him down but the other 11 left the garden and went their way similarly we go through the same thing he didn't just he didn't tell us play by play what's going to happen in our lives he didn't do that he could have he could have told us and 10 years ago in 2011, I was going to have quad bypass. Boy, I don't know what I would have done if I'd known that. And all the other things that we're faced in life the trials and the tribulations, the heartaches. But the Lord said that He would be with them. And comfort them. And that's what he's doing in in chapter 14. He's comforting them. Let not your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. And so I'm asking you this morning to put your faith and trust in the Lord. If you're burdened down, take his yoke upon you and learn of him. You don't have to carry it yourself. You don't have to go through all these trials and, and heartaches by yourself because the Lord loves you. And He wants to help you. He wants to lift you up. He's done that to me many times. He gave them just enough clues to get them through. And... He's given you enough clues. We know what the Word of God says. And He will bless you. He will help you. He will guide you. You don't have to go through these alone. He'll go with you. All the way. This is... a. This life that we live in, it's hard. You say, well, I, you know, I've got a lot of years, you young people. You, we all have said that in our youth. I've, I've got plenty of time. James says, life is like a vapor. It's here and then it's gone. I was like these young people one day. Someone said this morning they were 60 years I'm not going to tell you how old I am. I've got the gray hairs. I'm a little older than that. But the Lord's with me, and the Lord is, can be with you and help you. He's helped me through my life, guided me, strengthened me, and He will do likewise to you. Uh, trust the Lord. You don't have a promise of a tomorrow. Your life is like a vapor it's here and then it's gone. In Revelation, and I'll close in just a moment, in in Revelation, I love this passage. It's chapter 21. And I'm not going to read all of this, but I, I will read starting with verse number three. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and He shall dwell with them, and they shall be His people, and God Himself shall be with them. And be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. And there shall be no more death. Neither sorrow nor crying. Neither shall there be any more pain. Notice this next phrase. For the, for the former things are passed away. For the former things are passed away. Uh, Those things that we've gone through. Those heartaches, those pains, the uh, separation and uh, sickness and death. Depression. There won't be any of that in heaven. It's all gone away. Oh, kind of makes you homesick, doesn't it? Oh, the Lord is so good. Uh, I want to read again John 14. Listen to this. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mentions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. Oh, and I like that. Uh, We didn't read this a while ago, but I, I want to drop down and read this verse. Verse number six. Is he the only way? Listen to this. Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. He is the only way. I want you to trust Him this morning if you've not been saved. Ask Him to come into your heart and life. I remember when I done that, I just bowed my head and I said, Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sins and save my soul. And did you know He done it? That very moment. And I was baptized later in Bear Creek. I don't know if you know where that... Is, but it was as cold in July as it is in, in December. And uh, But if you've been saved and you haven't followed the, the Lord Jesus Christ in baptism, that's the next step. need to be baptized. But trust the Lord. He is the way, the truth, and the life. There's no other way. Christ is the way. And all these other ways... They're fake. They're not real. Christ is the real way. He's the, he's the only way. God bless you. Brother John Richardson, would you come and take charge of the invitation? Let Christ lead you. Take his yoke upon you and learn of him. Would you do that?